Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Not everyone understands how grueling a rehab is, so I almost want to break it down for them. What were the milestones for you physically? Mm. Was there an exercise that you wanted to get to, a movement that you wanted to have? Like, give me some of those moments that you remember from rehab. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, having the training training staff we have in medicine, I was able to take the cast off immediately. I mean, the next day or so and look at my leg, but then after that, it was was about walking. Um, Before walking, actually, it was about wiggling my toes. Um, I actually used to uh, have have the trainers or my girlfriend tap each toe and I'd close my eyes and try to figure out which toe they were tapping because I couldn't feel it. Uh, When I was finally getting that right, it was about walking. Um, Then it was about picking up marbles with your toe and picking up the cough drops and picking them up and not missing the cup. Uh, To then, it was just simply about when will I be able to jog, when will I be able to run. And the moment that those little steps came, um, I knew it was it was game changing that, that at that point I was just going to roll um, whatever it was that was in front of me. I was going to knock it down. You'll see more of Maria Taylor's conversation with Dak Prescott tonight on the pregame show in advance of Cowboys Buccaneers full conversation available at the NBC Sports YouTube channel. So, Chris, fill in the blank time as we get ready for game number one of 272. Cowboys biggest X factor is what? I'm going to say a player. I'm going to go Demarcus Lawrence. He's the biggest X factor. He's got to listen. He's the highest paid player on their defense. He's been a little underwhelming the last few years. They need, if they want to win this game, pull off an upset, he's got to win some of these one on one matchups, pass rushing, and get to Brady, maybe hit him to throw an interception, strip sack, fumble, whatever. To me, he's one of those guys that needs to raise his level of play a little bit and a guy that can disrupt the game if he does get back to the 100% player we, we saw when he did sign the contract. I'm going to go Connor McGovern, not Connor Whoa, McGregor. Connor McGovern, the <laughs> replacement for Zach Martin. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott said it himself the other day. Martin's the guy that all the runs come behind. And then Elliott didn't know off the top of his head who the backup would be. So <laughs> not the most ringing endorsement for Connor McGovern. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy that's going to need to take on Vita Vea, Sue, whether it's 
blocking for Zeke or buying some time for Dak Prescott, McGovern's going to be a key piece with Zach Martin not there, Chris. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That is going to be the thing to watch. I mean, yeah, Zach Martin's awesome. There's no doubt he's one of the best offensive linemen in football, and now you got to block this front. You know, have fun. Everybody in football had a hard time blocking this front, and it's it's not easy to go into it with without your best best offensive lineman. Tampa Bay Buccaneers' biggest X factor is what? Well, I was I, I wanted to say Vita Vea. That, that was where I was going to go. Um, you know, so uh, I'm still going to go with that. I don't care, you know, because I got I, the other answer I was going to use, I'm going to use it later on in this segment here. So, yeah, I'm going to go Vita Vea because I think he could be that guy. Of course, we always, hey, Davis and Levante David and JPP and Shaq Barrett and Winfield, and we talk about those guys, right, so much. Vita Vea didn't play most of last year. He was a force, you know, in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. And – Man, he is one of those guys. He's an X factor for the whole year. I think he's a really, really talented, unbelievably gigantic athletic man who can really disrupt. And I think he could be that guy that, you know, yeah, we can play two safeties back because we got this big sucker in the middle. He'll stop the run game with Sue, and we don't need to take chances on the edge, you know, with our corners one-on-one. So I'll go with Vita Vea. I'm going with Antoine Winfield Jr. because he became the X factor last year in the postseason. Yeah. Ripping the ball out from Saints tight end Jared Cook at a time when the Saints were up by 7, driving to go up by 10 or 14 in the second half of the game. And the last we saw of Antoine Winfield Jr., it was the deuces in the face of Tyreek Hill. Don't do that tonight, Antoine. You'll get 15 yards and a fine. But I, I think that in year two, I'm, I'm very excited to see how he can be even more of the yeah. X factor than he was last year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is a, a guy I loved coming out in the draft. He's a heat-seeking missile. You know, I still can't believe he actually was there in the second round for, for Tampa Bay to take. But you're right. He is an unbelievable football player. He's got an attitude and, of course, has, like, you know, advanced IQ for a guy his second year in the NFL because of his dad and his career and being around the NFL. So I'm with you, man. He's, a, he's already one of my favorite guys in the secondary in all of football. All right. The Cowboys will win this game if they what, Chris? The Cowboys will win this game if they catch Todd Bowles being too aggressive. That, that would be the thing I would say. I, I just don't see how Tampa loses this game unless they let Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb on an island and let Dak Prescott have some chances to just go, wait, they're one-on-one. -on -one. I'm going to throw a go route. I'm going to throw a back shoulder. You know, I'm going to throw him a slant. If he breaks one tackle, he's gone. To me, that is, that's the only way. And I, I just think that, you know, Todd Bowles has got to be aware of that and be careful because this is some weaponry that can, they can make one play 80-yard drives, you know, two play 65-yard drives with the way they can strike. So uh, th that would be the thing I would say. I still think even if that happens, they won't win unless they I, get yeah, they might not. to right. Tommy. Get yeah. to Tommy. Rush him. Make him get rid of the ball before he's ready to. He's not going to take the hit. This is about making him think that the walls are closing in and get him to cough one or two or three up, as we saw against the Packers, and try to get that turnover. Try to break serve once or twice and trust your offense to match point for point the Buccaneers and steal one or two and get the edge that way. Keep it close. Rattle them late and try to pull off the victory. The Bucs will win this game if they what? 
if they don't pee down their leg, okay? I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, they to me, they got to mess it up. I don't think there's any, like, schematical thing I'm going to point at to go, like, oh, you know, they're, they're at a disadvantage here. This this worries me. No, I, I really think it's like, yes, you know, does, do they get a little pressure and Brady panics and throws an interception? Does somebody fumble, you know, want a kick return? Uh, that's the only way I envision uh, the Cowboys winning this game. So as long as the Bucks play a somewhat clean football game, they will win this game for sure. I could hear a Buccaneers player saying to you, Chris, we didn't pee down our leg. It's just swamp ass. <laughs> just swamp ass. That sorry, was another thing I'm going to be watching in the pregame. Yeah, sorry. But that will be that could be a real thing tonight. I actually was talking to Drew Brees about that a little bit uh, uh, yesterday. You know, it, it is a real thing here in the Tampa area. This time of the year, it can get so hot, so humid, that you could sometimes have a ball that's it's like it's raining outside. And that can affect, you know, your accuracy and, and where you want to put the ball. So I, I will be watching that. That Swamp ass always strikes that, in Tampa. That, Swamp ass that, always that, strikes. That, that, that ain't rainwater, baby. All right, let's <laughs> no. take a break. Uh, we, we have two divisions over under win totals. We're going to cram into one segment. We'll do it next here on PFT Live. All right, NFC East win totals provided by the Points Bet Sportsbook. Over or under, Chris? Let's rip through these. We got to do the NFC South next. Starting with the East, Dallas over under nine wins. What do you got? Uh, under. I just, people are giving them way too much credit because of the star on their helmet and what they did 30 years ago. I'm going under all the way. I got to see it to believe it first. The hype in recent years has always outperformed the play, and I agree with you. They need to prove it to me. They need to prove that Mike McCarthy was the right guy. they got to show that Dak Prescott can be as effective as he was pre-injury. I'll go under. Washington football team, over under eight and a half wins. I'll tell you mine right now. I'm over. I'm on WFT this year, baby. How about you? Yeah, I want to say WTF, what are they thinking with eight and a half wins? That's what I want to say because, yeah, I'm with you. WFT is the best team in the NFC East. I'm taking them to win the division. You really, I mean, you look at them and just you break down the roster, and I don't know how anybody could look and just go Washington's the most talented or not the most talented team in the, in the division overall. I'm with you. Over. Yeah, I agree completely. Philadelphia, seven is the over-under. Seven. For this Eagles team that is a shell of the team that won the Super Bowl four years ago, you can see where I'm leaning. Where are you leaning? I, I'm going under, but I don't think it's going to be by much. I'll, I'll say this with the Eagles. I have a little – I have faith – and Sirianni and, and Shane Steichen on the offensive side of the ball to come up with creative game plans. And here's one other thing that jumps out to me about the Eagles. I was talking to this about, with the big effort, my dad, the other day. Man, if their offense and defensive lines can stay healthy, they could be a force to where I think they could be a more of a pain in the butt maybe than I even realized they could be. So I'm going under, but I don't think it's going to be far under. Like 6-11, and 11, I'm kind of saying the, the, the Eagles. Yeah, I, Again, I got to – see it to believe it from the Eagles Jalen Hurts I I don't I I just we haven't seen enough from him and once there's enough Jalen Hurts film and defenses can start game planning against him is he going to bust through that ceiling or is he going to regress these are all important things to keep an eye on I'm a little surprised by this one the Giants over under at seven with all the improvements they've made and it's not like they're expected to be a playoff team but seven seems a little low what do you think 
Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough. I guess there's there's unanswered questions. You know, the offensive line by far is the most concerning thing on their football team, and just the way that looked in the preseason. Here's one where I really kind of want to go push, right? I, I do. I want to go push. I think they're going to be like a seven and ten football team. That's going to be a pain in the butt for people, but yeah, just missing a few pieces to kind of get them over the top to to win the NFC. So I'm going to go push. I'm taking the push here. Yeah. Uh- I, because of the div- division they're in, yeah. I'm willing to go over. I'm willing to okay. say eight and nine. And, and maybe alive for a wild card berth mid-December. Hey, right. for Giants fans, th- that, that would be a, a nice welcome change to the it. way things have been in recent years. All right. NFC South win totals again. And as always, courtesy of our friends at the Points Bet Sportsbook, Tampa Bay at 12. After going 11-5 last year and having one more game this year, it's 12. Seems a little light to me, Chris. What do you think? 100%. I mean, I'm going over. I mean, really, I look at the Bucks and go, like, worst-case scenario is 12. That's how I kind of look at it. So, yes, I, I'm, I'm picking over here all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely over 12 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I, I don't think that there's any realistic chance of 17-0, but I think there's a pretty good chance of 14-3 and or maybe even better because the schedule doesn't have those points. You look, whoa, 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 there's a loss, there's a loss, there's a loss. There's yeah, a lot of right. wins on that schedule this year. New Orleans Saints over under at nine. What are you taking there? I, I'm going to go like, this is what pushed to barely over. I think the Saints are going to be better than what people maybe are giving them credit for. I'll say over here and just go. Yeah, I think we. I could see ten and seven. Ten and seven with a team that's going to start to peak towards the end of the year and really be a handful once they get in the playoffs. I, I think they're going to go to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I have too much faith in Sean Payton. I think he'll correct Jameis Winston. I don't care that Mike Michael Thomas isn't there. The way Callaway looked, Traquan Smith, you know, little Jordan Humphreys, along with Alvin Kamara, I think there's enough there on offense, and that defense should still be pretty good. So I'm going over with the New Orleans Saints. We'll talk more about the Saints tomorrow as they prepare to face the Packers in Jacksonville. But I'm a believer in the Saints this year. Yeah. With the deep ball back in the arsenal on a regular basis, defend every blade of grass. What is that going to do to open up the rest of the Sean Payton offense when the safeties have to worry about the ball sailing over their heads with Jameis Winston throwing it? I'm on the over on this one for the Saints. And I think, and the the more we get – Closer and closer to the start of the season. I, I think the Buccaneers need to be concerned. They don't face them until Halloween in New Orleans. They need to be concerned about the Saints again this year. Hey, the I'm Panthers. With you, Mike. Ooh, Mike, they Go. match up with them. They match up with them, to your point. Just uh, I want to echo that. You're right. They're not going to be overpowered. And we saw them, you know, beat them twice last year easily and, and have control in the third game. So you're right. I, I, I would not sleep on the New Orleans Saints. And they do match up well with Tampa. Panthers over under seven and a half. What do you got? I'm going over. This is one of my teams. Like this is one of my teams. I'm I'm kind of putting myself on a limb this year to go. They're going to break through and be that team where we go win. I, I just didn't see it coming quite like this. I think that Matt Rule and company have done a great job with the roster. I think Sam Darnold fits the offense perfectly. Their weaponry and skill positions is up there with anybody in football. They got a pretty damn good defensive line and good defense altogether. Hey, I'm one. I'm going out on a limb and saying the Panthers make the playoffs, Mike. And the one thing I'll say, too, we always talk about scheduling, you and I, right, and especially that early part. They got Jets week one. 
They're better than the Jets. They should win that game. They got the Saints week two. I don't know what happens there. But then it's Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Falcons. I, they are as good or they're better than all of those teams, at least to me. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if I'm right about this one. But I'm going over. They're one of those teams I just got a gut feeling about. Well, uh, and you know what? The more you talk about it, the more it influences me. But i got to go under, and I'm going under for one reason. Somebody pointed out to me yesterday, they've been paying very close attention to these over and unders. Apparently, uh, you've got too many teams that are going to be over 500. You can't have more than 16 teams that are over 500. It doesn't work. And and I remember in past years where people will project records for teams, and you add it up. And it doesn't work. And I know no, that there's no. a sense of optimism yeah. in a lot of cities, but you, you may be a little optimistic about some of these teams. No, no. I, I mean, I under that. But I see those, so where those people were wrong, I went through this last year too. Some of the teams that I got going under are going to be way freaking under. And then, so that's okay. where you got to ba- it balances it out too. We're going to have a handful of teams just like last year. They're going to be 2-15, and 1-16, and 3-14. and 14. So that's where it's going to balance itself out a little bit. Speaking of way freaking under, we, we wrap this up with the Atlanta Falcons over under yes. seven and a half. The same as the Panthers. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, I look at the Falcons and go, I, I don't what why? Because they have Matt Ryan? Is that what we're talking about? What on their roster? This goes into the smoking crack category. I don't understand seven and a half. I'm sorry. I'm going under you know, all the way here. I am. I'm going like 5-11. and 11. I just don't see enough talent on the defensive side of the ball. It's an offense with a new system that I don't know if the players definitely fit that offense yet, the offensive line. So, yeah, I'm going under. I don't see it for the Falcons. I'm concerned about the defense as well. And by the way, by the way, on Tuesday, we got bleeped by Sky Sports for saying smoking crack. Yesterday, it got through the five hole on the goalie. Today, and I only mention it because... 75% of the emails I've received over the past three days, through my own fault, <laughs> is because I've asked our friends who watch yes. on Sky Sports to let us know. So I, I could show you my email box. Every one of them, you got bleeped today. Oh, today you didn't get bleeped. Scroll, scroll, scroll. So that's my own fault for, for telling people that you can reach me at florio at profootballtalk.com, and I hate myself <laughs> for yes. saying that again. Let's take a break. Uh, we're going to have a draft of the key matchups to watch in tonight's game when PFT Live continues right after this. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. 
we come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. All right, today's draft, the matchups to watch tonight when the Cowboys and the Buccaneers get together to start the 2021 season. Chris, trivia question for you. And if you get this one, I will be extremely impressed. The last time the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys was in 2015. Who was the Cowboys quarterback in that game? Wow, 2015, so it's not Tony Romo. He must have been hurt. And who would have been the backup then right there? I'm going to choke on the spot here. Um, I don't know. Who is it? Matt Castle. Oh, Matt my Castle. gosh, I would have never came up with that. Never. Right, wow, I, never I would forgot have he was even there. He's one of those guys that he's played for so many teams, I could never even begin to list the teams that he played for other than the Patriots and the Chiefs. And I remember him with the Vikings, but I think he played for a bunch of other teams, but I can't keep track of all of them. All right. Uh, first pick for me. Uh, hey, I got to go with what's hiding in plain sight, something we spent a lot of time talking about yesterday. Brady versus single-digit jersey numbers. That's the matchup. Is he going to be confused? Is this a ruse? Are they going to try to confuse him by having guys with different jersey numbers in different spots? And is he going to seem frustrated at times? He's made it an issue. He's flagged the matchup. Brady and his ability to discern who is who based upon the funky jersey numbers by virtue of the rule that was passed earlier this year, Chris. Yeah, no, that's something I'll certainly have my eye on tonight on both sides of the ball to see if that ever confuses either one of these quarterbacks or, or messes up a running back in pass protection. Uh, that'll that'll something I think week one, week two, week three in the NFL, I do think it's still going to be in a little bit of adjustment period for these offensive guys getting used to that. So I like that. It's a good pick by you. I'm going to go to one just on the outside because we haven't talked about it a lot. Hey, I'm going to go with Trayvon Diggs versus Mike Evans. I mean, that that one ju- jumps out to me just from the sense of like things we talked about earlier. First off, this offensive line for Tampa can overpower you. You know, the, 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 the uh, Dallas Cowboys are going to have to play you know, some single safety defense and bring a guy down in the box every now and then because they're going to have to be worried. Their defensive line is not going to just be able to stop this offensive line stone cold. So I get to that, and it's going to be some one-on-one matchups. If Trayvon Diggs can win a handful of those and make Brady throw some incompletions on third downs, then, you know, who knows what happens. But that is certainly one that would go a long way to maybe the, the Cowboys upsetting uh, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks tonight. Next one for me, and we mentioned this guy earlier, but I got to mention him again. Connor McGovern versus whoever the Buccaneers put in his face. And, you know, I remember a time when we thought the end-all, be-all was having a great left tackle. Well, defense has realized there's four other positions on the offensive line. We can just find a weakness in one of them and start pouring guys through it. And the weakness, obviously, for the Cowboys, the absence of a Pro Bowl guard in Zach Martin. They're going to test McGovern, whether it's Indomitian Sioux, Vita Vea, blitzing linebackers, whatever the case may be, they're going to try to see early on if McGovern will hold. And if he won't, Dak Prescott's going to have guys in his face all night long, and he is going to be testing that ankle as he dances around in the pocket trying to avoid the guys who are coming through. So McGovern's got to hold up, and if he can't, it's going to be a long night for the Cowboys offense. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yes, that that interior part of that defensive line 
for for the Tampa Bay Bucks is serious. Not let alone Sue and Vita Vey on first and second down, but any passing situation. You know they're going to be able to move. They got again a first round uh, Joe Tryon first round defense and they're going to be able to put him and William Golston and JPP and Shaq Barrett on the field too to where they're going to have matchups of guys that are quicker and faster than them on the inside as well in passing situations that'll that'll be worth watching so uh, another good one by you uh, I like that pick I'm going to go with something I talked about a little earlier I'm going to go Todd Bowles versus himself yeah Todd Bowles his history is blitz blitz aggressive blitz aggressive I mean that's why the Kansas City Chiefs came into the Super Bowl thinking like well he'll do what he always does and he'll leave our receivers one-on-one, and we won't change our game plan. Well, you know, of course we know that wasn't smart by the Kansas City Chiefs, but uh, to me it just bowls the only way Tampa loses the game is he's over-aggressive, and and Dak Prescott catches them in some blitz with some big aggressive passes down the field. So if he can rein that in like he did at the end of the year, uh, Tampa wins this easy. I I hate to go back to the Tom Brady well, but but I'm going to. I'm going to say Tom Brady – versus his emotions because one of the one of the the the, the realities in New England when Tom Brady was there there if he got too emotional you know there's a sweet spot and it's one thing to be motivated have a chip on your shoulder go out there and prove people wrong but if you're emotional if he's emotional sometimes it shows up in his performance a little bit. And you think about it, this is going to be the first time he goes into a full stadium in Tampa. The night that they raised the banner, you know, it, 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 hey, he's, he's got to approach each year like it possibly will be his last year. You never know when you're going to fall off the cliff. I know he's committed to two more and maybe more beyond that. But at this stage, he's got to at least be thinking about it. I think the key for him, as motivated as he will force himself to be, he's got to keep his emotions in check. If he's a little too emotional about anything and everything that could happen tonight in Tampa as the fans return, that's when we could see him off his game a little bit. So that's something to pay attention to. Yeah, uh, 100%. You know, I think one of the things that we, we all haven't discussed in, in football media, you know, is the, the fan the fan base, the fans being back in the stadium, quarterbacks and controlling their emotions, and now for the first time in a long time having to deal with crowd noise at the line of scrimmage and signals and communicating. And now the defense is finally going to have a little advantage for the first time like in a long time to where they're going to get a little jump start because, yeah, you know, the, the offense can't hear the snap. So that that is an element that I think, you know, some of these quarterbacks and teams are going to be like, you know, a little bit dealing with like almost in a beginner level here to start the year just because it's been so long since they had to deal with it. Um, my last one, I'm going to go with Demarcus Lawrence first one of these offensive tackles, right? Tristan Wurst, Donovan Smith. Like I, I just look at Demarcus Lawrence as that guy that I go, man, if they want to win this game, he's got to make a, a few plays tonight. And he's got to be around Brady, make him uncomfortable in third downs, maybe cause a, another play you know, at some point during the game. But if he's not around Brady and, and creating some havoc, you know, again, I just don't give the Cowboys a fighting chance. So I, I'm going to put a little pressure on him with that one. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I almost had Arians versus McCarthy because in a close game, somebody's going to have to make a key decision at a key moment, but I'm not ready to say it's going to be a close game. It may not matter. The coaches may not be a factor at all. It may just be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go out there and uh, and do what we expect them to do. But here's hoping for a close game. Here's hoping for an exciting start to the finish. We're going to take a break, and we'll wrap up this Thursday edition of PFT Live right after this.
All right, tomorrow we will do a full-blown Mega Picks podcast where we look at every game of Week 1, but the time has come to make our official picks for tonight's game. Chris, give me a winner, give me a score. Okay, well, I'm definitely going Tampa Bay. I mean, the better team throughout. This this like this place is going to be crazy. Tampa, you know, unleashing the banner first time. All these people are going to get to see Brady in person. Like it's going to be insane here. Bucks win, thirty five seventeen. You know, I'm about in that same spot. I picked my score yesterday. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's in the 30s and it's in the teens. It may be the exact same. I I am rooting for a close, exciting game that goes down to the wire. Maybe Tom Brady gets confused what down it is late in the game like he did on a Thursday (laughs) night last year. I'll take that. I want drama. I want intrigue. I have a feeling there won't be much. Prove us wrong, Cowboys. Jerry Jones, give them all my griddles today. Get them all all ready and motivated and properly nourished. uh, And and maybe the the Cowboys can, can shock the world. Uh, maybe yeah, the Cowboys can maybe. overcome the mighty Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still can't process in my mind that the Cowboys are the ones that don't have the swagger, that the Bucks are the ones with the bravado. Yeah, that's right. I, well, I mean, I think the Bucks and they're thirsty. They're thirsty for more. Like, they didn't just dominate the league last year. You know, I, you know, I watched, like, America's game with the, the Tampa Bay Bucks last night a little bit. You know, they, they went into the Super Bowl going, we haven't played our best game all year. And, of course, they played good in the Super Bowl. But I think they're now going, like, wait, we're, we're here. Now watch out for us and let's see what we can do. I think there's a real motivation and a hunger within this football team. A lot of people didn't expect him to beat the Saints in the playoffs. A lot of people didn't expect him to beat the Packers in the playoffs. And a lot of people expected the Chiefs to beat them easily in the Super Bowl. This year, they're the team that's expected to win. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you tomorrow morning. See ya. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.